This is Animal Radio. It's Animal Radio. We're celebrating our connection with our pets. If you're brand new to Animal Radio, I'm Hal. That's Judy right there. Yeah, I can say my name. Hello, it's me. Vladi's over there. He's not near enough to a microphone to, yeah, to he's, say. Yeah, he's making his tea. Wink, wink. Then he's on his way into the studio. And Joy Turner, animal communicator, Joy Turner, Susan Sims, and Bobby, you're working on news over there. What do you I'm got going here. on? Uh, we're going to take a look at the pit bulls and some of the other animals that were rescued as part of that, of that multi-state agency raid just a couple of weeks ago that turned out to be one of the largest in U.S. history in Ooh. breaking up a dog fighting ring. What's going on with the dogs that were rescued? I have the details and we'll update you coming up in the news. Oh, very good. Okay. Uh, how many dogs were involved with that? We're talking almost 500. Wow. And wow. most of them pit bulls. Okay. I hope I hope most of them will be able to be adopted. Yeah. The summer giveaway is uh, underway here at Animal Stuff? Radio. And free stuff? You know how much I love free stuff. Well, the, the a co- billion this, dollar package. This package gets bigger and bigger mm-hmm. every week. And this traditionally cool. happens every year. We start off with a few prizes. This year, Disney has upped the ante. Last week, out in theaters, G-Force... Cute little furry hamsters. Have you seen the commercial? Uh, <laughs> this movie. You I'm going to the movie, movie this yeah. afternoon. So I'm check it they out. They just crack me up. We'll have some of the plush characters from the movie from SCS Solutions. You can find these at your local Toys R Us or Walmart. Plus, we'll have the trading cards, the uh, the T-shirts, and all the good stuff to go along with that. That just uh, is the top of a prize package now that includes spotting scope from Celestron, the Bissell Liftoff Revolution Pet Vac. Uh, what else there, Judy? The litter robot. The litter robot. And also from Celestron, I've got the Outland waterproof binoculars. I'm having so much fun with these out in my backyard, but yes. my neighbor doesn't appreciate it. But uh, you really got to be no more kidding. But you know what the <laughs> the best thing is? They're waterproof because I'm sitting in Ladybug's kiddie pool because it's so hot, and if I drop them in the water, there's yep. about an inch or two of water, they'll be fine. Waterproof binoculars. What will they think of next? Also yes. from Disney's Animal Kingdom Park passes to check out one of their four theme parks. Disney's been very good during this. Uh, yes, don't forget love Disney. Don't forget the Disney Pixar Up DVD Leapfrog Reading System and the Up. Leapfrog Storybook. That helped you out a lot, didn't it, Hal? It really, it really has helped me out a lot. Uh, hey, listen, if you want to get qualified for this, it's real easy. Head on over to AnimalRadio.com. You can qualify yourself as many times as you want, as long as it's up to five times a day. Up to five times a day. Up not to, six. No, not, can't do it six can't times. That's six a lot. Time. Up to September 30th. So you can get in there as many times as you want. Or before the end of the show today, I'll ask you to call in at one 405 8405 and we'll get you qualified. That's a lot of swag, you guys. We love Disney. That's good stuff. That's really good stuff. I'm sorry, and that commercial just kills me. It was just on the, uh, the three little hamsters, it. and they're going, poop in his hand, poop in his hand. Just, I fall off the bed laughing. I can't wait to see it. I haven't seen it yet. And it sounds like, is it Tracy Morgan that's doing one of the voices? Yes, it is. Uh, I'm right. I love when I'm right. right. What should I do? Boop in his hand. Boop in his hand. <laughs> Sorry, too easily amused. I apologize. Nothing not I can do about it. Not now, anyway, at this late age. It's just too late. You can't be saved, Bobby. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. What is a hairball anyway? And why are cats always throwing them up? 
Hairballs are just that, balls of cat hair. Cats regurgitate hair in food products they can't digest. There are actually two types of hairballs. Cats make one type in the back of their throat and another in their stomach. Both feel equally as disgusting when you step on them in the middle of the night. You can cut down on hairballs by brushing your cat often or using one of the many hairball remedies at a pet supply store. Make sure you have your cat checked out by a vet if you think the vomiting is not hairball related. But hairball tossing is perfectly normal, even in a healthy cat. So watch where you step. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. This is Fred Willard on Animal Radio. Remember to spay and neuter your animals. I've had it done to me. It's not that... (laughs) This is Animal Radio. Getting together to celebrate our connection with our pets. We do it every, every weekend. Our pets are pretty much our only friends. Speak for yourself, Hal. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, we've got friends. <laughs> okay, Bobby, I want you to look in your wallet right now. Look at all the pictures inside your purse. They're all yeah. your pet. There, there are no human pictures in there. So you tell me. You tell me. Your best friends are obviously your animals too, right? I. That's all. Well, I'm my saying. furry little beasties, but I, I do have human acquaintances. You do have human acquaintances besides us. You. Yes. <sighs> I know, we're shocked, aren't we? And you're actually the social networking butterfly here at Animal Radio, so you actually have all the technological... Yes, I am your Twitter queen. Yes. My my Twitter queen. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, listen, you know... the queen of the Animal Radio Twitters? They say if the Earth ended... Well, they say if humankind ended tomorrow, Uh our language would continue on with all the birds that have learned our language. And this upsets me with one of the news stories that you have coming up. It's a good news story because there was a... a couple of birds parrots stolen out of a pets out of a home in England and two of them have been recovered one of them a very foul mouth one-legged african gray parrot and i wanted to find out <laughs> what exactly the bird was saying yes so i was looking around the bbc site to try and find a list of the bad words that the, the parrot was but they didn't have any listed other than the police saying quote it swears a lot end quote <laughs> for police to say that I'm guessing it's maybe George Carlin's Seven Dirty Words, plus a few new ones. Could be. Yes. I'll I'll have it for you coming up in the news, except for the dirty part. (laughs) Of course, Dr. Debbie is answering your vet medical questions. Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, uh, he is uh, here to answer your dog behavior questions. Vinny Penn is working in work. He's kind of the smart aleck here. He doesn't have a real official title or anything like that, but he's a very funny guy. I mean, he's the party animal. He is the party animal. Okay, I guess he does He's the Duke of Humor. That's his title. Hopefully he won't request or require by contract theme music every time you talk about them, like (laughs) Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, who we can't talk about now without this music playing in the background. Also on the way, animal communicator Joy Turner. And uh, Susan Sims. Uh, by the way, big birthday party for your dog today. Happy yes, birthday, one year her old. First Yay! birthday. Woohoo! Pupcakes. Dressing her up and uh, that whole dealie. Yeah, her little bandana. I don't know if I'm going to wear the pink bandana or the pink dress. We haven't decided. I might put the pink dress on. Are you guys going to match? 
No, I don't have a pink dress. Yeah. You know what? I don't know if I want to come to the party now. Can I bring beer? Can I bring alcohol? I'm bringing vodka. There, there's beer. What's beer? Beer. Oh, there is. Fake there is beer. like a non-alcoholic like, yeah. beer for dogs. Right. Yeah, because flavored. alcohol is not good for a dog. Yeah, yeah. bring some of that. Even though your your dog probably loves that Miller or that Bud that you're holding don't in your hand right you now, be don't it to don't give it to him. Not a good no, idea. No, 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 no. And don't share your cigarettes either. Yeah. No, no. Well, these no, are things you know that I've learned and I'd like to pass on. I'd like to help uh, educate. <laughs> Hal likes mistakes. to share his yeah. knowledge. Well, he has Little to learn everything the hard way. Learn from me. If you're an old listener to Animal Radio or a young old listener, you've been around for a while, you've heard it. Every year we have this summer giveaway. It gets bigger and bigger. We started around this time of year, and then we ended up in the end of September. And by the time the end of September rolls around, it's huge. It's such a big package, we can't even talk about it on the air because it would just consume so much time. Mm -hmm. Disney has upped the ante. So far, from Celestron, we have the Regal 65F ED spotting scope. This is a $500 spotting scope. Scope. Wow. It's so cool. And you can uh, attach it to your digital camera Jeez, that's, and take that pictures work? of the birds wow. or whatever nature things, the neighbors, however, <laughs> whatever you want to do with Not it. Not the neighbors. <laughs> no, 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 Hal. That's a misdemeanor so, or a felony, depending on what state you're in. Learn from my mistakes. Uh, so the last one is also upped with... Outland waterproof binoculars. These are beautiful binoculars. Judy's had a chance to test drive them. She's, I believe, even dropped them in the doggy pool. In the kitty pool, and they nice were going, fine. Judy. Yes. In the kitty pool that she <laughs> puts her dog She in. really believes if it says waterproof, Judy's yes. going to test it. By the way, are you uh, taking your dog swimming today for his uh, her birthday? She goes swimming every day. Every day. Yes. In the little kitty pool. In the little kitty Yes, she jumps in. You guys kill me. Yeah. I put about two inches of water in. She loves it. Uh, from Bissell, we have the Bissell Liftoff Revolution Pet Vac and the Pet Hair Eraser Corded Handheld Vacuum Cleaner and Disney's Pixar Up DVD Leapfrog Reading System. They have added this week from the G-Force movie, which opened last week. Uh, those cute little hamsters, a G-Force giveaway package from SCS, which includes the plush characters. They have little parachutes on them. They're cute. We actually have them in the studio. They're so cute! And you can pick them up at Toys R Us or Walmart. We'll also have the adult and child size t-shirts, movie character trading cards, and next week, I'm sure we're going to add more to this gift package. If you want to qualify online, head on over to AnimalRadio.com. What else wait do you have Wait a minute, wait a minute. I've got some things right here, too. I'm sorry. Yeah. We can't we got a veritable bucket yeah. load of swag. Did we can't I miss forget something? you forgot the litter robot. Oh, yes, you can't do that. That's about a $300 automatic litter. Very nice. It saves money, I tell you, in the long run. I love it. And, you know, I have to test all these things before we get I know, them out. you test Jeez. everything. Okay. And then we've also got and passes. And the Judy seal of approval. Uh, yes, yes, which is important. Of course. We, then we also have passes to Disney's Animal Kingdom Park. Yay! Oh, yes. Gotta love that. That's Any one of their Florida. four theme parks. You say it's in Florida there? The Florida, World Museum, yes. yes, in Florida. Yes, mm-hmm. it's at the big one, Disney World. Mm-hmm. We find the excuse I get to go to Florida. Even though, you know, I've been in Florida. Hal doesn't believe me, but I was on the border of Alabama and Florida at the Floribama Bar. That's not really Florida. I not stepped really. foot across the border. How big were the cockroaches? Count, Judy. Yeah, I don't yeah. think so. If you want to get qualified for the summer giveaway right now, give me a call at 1-866-405-8405 or head on over to AnimalRadio.com. Either way, I'll get you qualified. you got to do it before September 30th.
Vinnie Penn, the party animal, coming back at you. And, and I'm going to stay on the cat issue. Uh, last uh, installment, I tackled the cat people. I'm going to do it again. I was at a friend's house the other night, just moved in um, uh, with a, a new girl. And we're, we're sitting there. We're sitting at the kitchen table, having a couple of beers, having a good time. All of a sudden, her cat just hops up on the table. It's just allowed to just walk across this table. Uh, I, I've heard of this before. I've heard of certain cat owners who are like, you know, the cat can do whatever it wants. It's allowed to walk right across the counter and, and step right over your sandwich, for God's sake. I know she would have French kissed the cat if the cat came up to her and was so inclined to slip that sandpaper tongue into her owner's mouth. But, you know, I'm just sitting at the table and it's like, do you wipe it down afterwards? You know, if you guys throw a bag of chips here, is this cat going to be allowed to like walk right by me and, and plug right into the bag and, and have as much food as it wants? The worst part is this girl's got a kid. The kid came walking into the room and she said, don't come in here tracking your mud off of the sneakers. Now, let me get this right. This animal that has just been pleasuring itself and, and doing who knows what else around the house and down in the basement and in the wall and wherever else can walk across the area where you eat your breakfast, lunch, and dinner. But your son can't walk into the kitchen with his shoes on. What is going on with cat owners? Imagine if the dog jumped up on the table like that and walked across the table like that. What would there be? Absolute pandemonium. But this is yet another cat owner who has decided she runs the house. I think it's funny. She's a diva. That's what that's what she was saying that night. She's a diva. Your cat's a diva. I thought we as a society really were kind of anti-diva. I thought we didn't like divas, but when it comes to cats, we admire it. We admire their brazen attitudes. Um, <laughs> I won't be back to that house for a bite to eat. Uh, and, and if I will, I'm going to be the guest over there wearing latex gloves uh, when Monday Night Football starts up. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm Vinny Penn. Party animal. Animal radio. Listen closely. Did you hear that? That's the sound of peace of mind. Peace of mind that comes in convenient, pre-measured packets of Safeguard K9 Dewormer. Just sprinkle the granules on your dog's food twice a year to protect him against the major types of canine intestinal worms. Monthly heartworm prevention programs alone are not enough. Find out how to get the upper hand on intestinal worm infections by visiting www.safeguardfordogs.com. Hi, this is Bill Marr. Every year, millions of animals wander away from home, and tragically, most are never reunited with their family. Now there's a way to help a stray animal find its way home. It's called Pets 911. Simply call 1-888-PETS-911 and do your part to help ensure a better future for our animal friends. For more information, go to Pets911.com. Proud to be a partner of Animal Radio. When I went looking for a quality, allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and, most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for Canine Caviar. Learn more at CanineCaviar.com. Fido Friendly Magazine. Perhaps you can do without it, but for kibble's sake, think of your dog. At last, a voice for us traveling canines. Until now, few have taken mobile pooches seriously. After all, who appreciates warm shelter and a comfy bed more than a dog? Fido Friendly, the travel magazine for you and your dog. 
a quarterly guide to Fido-friendly accommodations in the United States and Canada. Because if Fido ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. Subscribe at FidoFriendly.com. Your dog will thank you. Hi, it's Lisa Laporta from HGTV's Design to Sell for Animal Radio. Please stay and neuter your pet. This is Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets. From all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. If you uh, know all the names of the dogs at the dog park by name, but you don't know any of the owners, you're like <laughs> me and probably the rest of us here at Animal Radio. We're celebrating our connection with our pets. one 405 8405 I believe we have Lois on the phone. Hi, Lois. Hi, how are you? Good. How are you doing? A little disappointed because I'm unable to listen to you today. I don't have any corn. My lights are out. Your lights are out. Where are you? Corn? Yeah, uh, I don't understand. Where are you? I'm in Bermuda. Bermuda. You're listening to wow. Animal Radio in Bermuda. And what? Yes. You, you don't have any electricity today? No. Why not? So, uh, my lights, I'm having a problem with it. One part of my house has lights and the other part don't. I'm just waiting for electrician to come. Okay, okay. Well, but you usually listen on XM Satellite Radio, is that correct? Every week. Um, every week. Oh, God every bless day. you. God bless well, you. Excellent. Yes, we're so happy to have you. Well, what kind of pet issues are you having? Um, I have a Rockweiler. Well, I had four of them, right? And I know uh-huh. two of them, summertime, they seem to have this dry skin. I usually give them um, 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 cod liver oil tablets. Okay. Yeah. I put that in his meal. And um, I have a shampoo that I use. But it seems okay. like just summertime it happens. Okay. Through the winter, it's okay. Alrighty, and are your doggies, are they scratching? Do they have any yes, kind of hair falling is. out? Yes. Okay, alright. Well, I mean, the first thing I'm going to say is that, you know, before we talk about things to add into the, the diet, um, you know, you're in a very interesting climate there, so you probably have some uh, warm, humid uh, conditions, and I'd have to say things like fleas are a big concern that I'd be looking at, and I'd want to make sure we're very vigilant about flea control. Um, my recommendations and what I use here at my practice um, is I use a product called Frontline, and I use that on a monthly basis if we're worried about fleas. Um, so that's a big thing. And, and I don't know if you've looked for any of the evidence of fleas or their their uh, their remnants that you can see in their fur, but that's definitely something I'd be thinking of. Um, as far as some other things that, you know, if we're going to try some things to make maybe their skin healthier or to make their skin more lustering, I do like fatty acids. And myself, um, there's different brands I'll use. One called Derm Caps I do use, and that's a very nice way. Cod liver oil. Oil is just a, a general a one type of oil, and we know that we want to get a very special balance of fatty acids to help with the inflammation in the skin. So um, that would be my preference, maybe over some of the other kind of uh, remedies of oils. We can add corn oil or cod liver, liver oil, things like that, which may not be the best choice there. Um, and then beyond that, I don't know what kind of availability you have out there for shampoos and things, but for dry skin, if we don't know if there's another medical problem, present, I like to go and keep things simple. And I like things that have a component of colloidal oatmeal. 
And you can get that in shampoos, you can get that in sprays, and you don't necessarily have to go to your veterinarian for that. You can find that at pet stores even, and it's a simple thing. It's kind of like when we're scratching from poison ivy and you take a nice Aveeno bath. It has that same kind of calming um, anti-itch relief. And now it's called colloidal, collo- it's not like the regular oatmeal, you can't just get it in the store. It's not that, that oatmeal, right? No, we're not going to get Quakers out. Okay. No. It's different than <laughs> that, that though. Yes. Okay. But, um, yeah, it's definitely a very soothing type thing. And, and there's oodles of different products out there. Um, but, yeah, it's something you can do at home that can be helpful for. Just kind of help take that itch down there. Um, so, yeah, you can, you can try some of those things. And I think that might kind of help you out there. Thank you. We, okay. I do use the um, flea. I have a flea collar. And I also do use the um, front. I've used that one that Good. you okay. um, squeeze behind his neck. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to... I'm going to tell you, I think flea collars are a waste of money. <laughs> there's only there's only one kind of flea collar out there um, that's useful, um, and uh, I I don't even carry it here in my office anymore. But I I think it's really you're treating a, such a focal area on the pet that you're not getting good distribution across the whole body. So yeah, I'd throw the flea collar in the garbage myself. Oh okay. <laughs> yeah, I've I tried the other one that is. Um, um, squeeze behind his neck the little tube. Keep up that year-round flea control, especially where you're living there, where that weather has got to be wonderful right now. So enjoy. Yes, very hot. Hey, anytime you want very hot. Anytime you want to trade, you can come on over here and visit today. I, I know here it's about 107. What do you got there in Las Vegas? Woo! I think, no, I'm not I in think, Las Vegas. I'm in Bermuda. No, Debbie, Dr. Debbie's in Las Vegas. Uh, okay, That's, I'm sorry. What do you got yeah, there? I think we're at 117 today. 117 Ooh, sure. degrees. It might be 115. Oh, I no. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> got a lot. <laughs> Thank you so much for your call, Lois. We appreciate it. All right. You have a great day, and thank you, too. Bye bye. My pleasure. Bye bye. 1-866-405-8405 to talk to Dr. Debbie or to Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard, or Vinny, animal communicator Joy Turner, Susan Sims, or news director Bobby Hill. We're all here, very easily accessible. You can also reach us from the website, all our email addresses over there, as well as information about the summer giveaway. Donna, let's go to Donna right now if we can. Hi, Donna. Hi. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. How about yourself? Good. Where are you calling from? I'm in Flagstaff, Arizona right now, but I'm out of Canada. Okay. What's going on with you today? Um, I have a, a Boston Terrier, and he's like seven years old. I got him from a breeder. She was just done using him as a stud kind of thing. And okay. for me to cross the border and everything with him, I had to give him his needles. Like you know, His needles? What do you mean? Well, his, uh, his vaccinations. Oh, okay. His shots. Okay. Yeah, and after I've done that, he started um, like urinating really, really strong. Like he, like he, when he pees, like he pees really, really far, and he was splashing like all over the bottom of his belly. And so every time I picked him up to put him back in the transport, like my hands were all full of pee all the time. So like I don't know what happened or. And this is just something that came on more recently. Yeah, ever since I gave him the needle. Okay. And how long ago is that? Uh, it's been probably about three months now, I guess. 
Okay. And does it, I mean, does he always go to the bathroom a lot and have a lot of volume to the urine so that it just kind of comes out that, that way and splashing? Yeah, it doesn't splash. I mean, it just, he could pee like up to six feet away. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a talent. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a lot of power in that little guy. You can make some money there. <laughs> I guess so, and, maybe. <laughs> I guess my question is, is he a straight shooter? So does he, does it go straight or does it actually, is he spilling it on himself? You know, is he He's missing and dripping? He's spilling it on himself, yeah. He is, okay. Yeah. All right. And and that has never happened before. That's just more, yeah, you're just associating more recently, it. Yeah, recently, yeah. Okay. Like I well, took him into the vet and they got him, uh, you know, they checked him and everything, like, you know, checked his prostate and all that stuff. And he happened to yelp. When her finger was up there, kind of thing, right? And uh, well, like ever I would imagine. Then, <laughs> ever since then, like you know, I mean, he's been peeing all over the house. He doesn't pee in the transport, but when okay. you take him outside, like every two hours, like you know, he's uh, like he pees on everything and everywhere, and like in my house, like I just like fifteen, twenty places, like you know, when the cleaner comes in and cleans my house up, right? Oh, that's not good. So, no, is he neutered? No. He's not neutered. No. All no, right. Well, my... So you don't use them for uh, studying. All right. Well, my first piece of information for you is going to be that you have a boy who wants to mark because he still has testosterone. And okay. that is going to be very hard to overcome, at least the frequency and the desire to go that often. That's that's a hard thing. Now, is there something else medical going on? Maybe. Nope, nothing, because a lot... Nothing. Well, if, if he had a little bit of, uh, now, when he had his rectal exam and his prostate checked, if he had pain when they actually checked his prostate, that's a bad thing. And that would make us concerned about infection or other problems with the prostate, like tumors. If he was just being squirrely because, you know, having a glove up his backside, then that's a different thing. But if he was truly having pain on the prostate exam, then that's something we really need to look at. And that might put you in a position where you really don't have the option of wanting to keep him for breeding because if he has a problem uh, with the prostate reproductively, he might not be the best uh, for the long-term breeding thing. Um, but I would also want to say, gosh, I, I'd probably want to make sure we check a urine sample on him and just check for things like infection, um, yeah, any kind of blood in there. They did do that, and that all came up clean as a whistle? Yep, clean as a whistle. He's really, really healthy. His coat was beautiful, and I don't know, it's just ever since I gave him the, the needles, like they had the 7-in-1 there in the rabies shop. Yeah, and if everything else is going good, I don't know if I can directly make a link to a you know a recent vaccination. You know, there are certainly some problems that you know if uh, we're kind of under the surface and you did those vaccines, you know maybe that's coming to the surface now. But I would be expecting we'd see something else, some markers, you know, either some changes on blood work or on a urine test, um, you know. But I wouldn't discount that possibility of something brewing in you know his prostate or his reproductive tract. So, um, okay. you know, I, I would say. You know, maybe re-examine, you know, his purpose, uh, whether he's, you know, okay. meant for breeding or if he's meant to be a pet. And then, um, you know, really, I'd go I'd go there and, and think in his best interest in this situation and just uh, get some splash guards for <laughs> urinating as well. <laughs> this okay. is Dr. Debbie. Uh, thank you for the call, Donna. And uh, give us a call if you have a medical question, a behavior question, you don't know where to turn with your little critter. Give me a call, one 405 8405 
1995. Choosing right the first time. Realistic expectations are essential when thinking about buying or adopting a family pet. Three key questions can help families make the right decision. Number one: Which pet works best? Pick a pet that will fit your routine. The vast majority will be better off with an older pet, and busy families may be better off with a cat than a dog. Number two: Who will be responsible? With any pet comes loads of responsibility. Parents need to have a clear understanding that 99.9% of the time, the parent will be the caretaker despite the best promises of the child, and they need to be realistic about how much responsibility their child can assume. Maturity, not age, determines readiness. Number three, what happens later? You need to look ahead. As children get into high school, they often have less time or less interest for a pet. That question especially is important for families that are considering an inside cat or a small dog, which can live 12 years or more. I'm Dr. Jim Humphreys reporting for Animal Radio. Hi, this is Clyde Pierce from HGTV. You're listening to Animal Radio. Hi, this is Bob Barker on Animal Radio, reminding you to help control the pet population. Have your pets spayed or neutered. Okay, see, like you and my girlfriend Nancy, who is she is a medical transcriptionist. Transcriptionist, like a hundred and twelve words a minute. Yeah, see, I used to do that. I would, it's I was scary to just. Yeah, you, you, her hands just fly. If you just tuned in, this is Animal Radio. Judy and Bobby <laughs> talking about their transcription typing. skills, typing, typing skills. skills. Yes, and of course, uh, of course, Bobby. Working feverishly on news. You Twitter a lot. You do the whole social networking thing, kind of in the name of Animal Radio here. You're the social networking butterfly. How's that? I'm I'm the cruise director. How's of that Animal whole Twitter Radio. thing going? Yeah, you are. It, what was the name of the cruise director on the Love Boat? Julie? Oh, was it Julie? Oh, Julie, Julie. Yeah, yeah there you go. So. You're like the cruise director <laughs> on the Love yeah, Boat. Yeah, only not addicted to cocaine, but on another <laughs> boat. Yeah, we got a lot every week. We pick up more and more Animal Radio listeners on my Twitter account. A lot of them are our truck driving friends. Really? I also have some animal rescue members from across the country that have begun following me, and it's just it's really nice to see. So yeah, we're on Twitter. It's just that you just have to come to me, Bobby Hill. Okay, and we'll link to it from AnimalRadio.com. I believe there's yeah. a link up there already for that. Is there? I you're, don't know. you're shaking your head. I'm not sure. That's if there isn't, there will now. be by the end of the day. Okay. <laughs> okay let's, uh, look at this spider walking across my screen. Oh, how cool. On a white blank spider. piece of paper on your screen. Doing oh, the cats were having fun with a bug last night. Bug wasn't having as much fun as the cats were. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that's yeah. why you have cats, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's to lower the bug population. The mouse population. They're very entertaining. Especially with they had a walking stick. You know what those are? No. Oh, you mean the praying mantis? It's no. It's it's like it's. I think it's the praying mantis cousin. It's in that same family, but mm. it's it's the walking stick. It looks like a stick that's walking, and it just fascinated mm. them for a good hour. Uh, and wow. you too, I bet. <laughs> well, you know, little shiny things distracted me, but then I went back to it, and I made sure they did not hurt it. I I set it free. They weren't like batting it around. They were just looking at it like, what, what the is heck it? is that? There are certain yeah, insects much. that I will save from the cat. Like I, I will. The praying mantis, if yeah. I see the cat playing with the praying mantis, I will go save the praying mantis. Well, you didn't yeah. save that yeah. one you got out of the cattery yesterday. What was that? Oh, well, that was pretty close to dead. Yeah, it was, but it was huge. Uh, it, even, there was. it was. They grown big here. cockroach, Judy. Let them die. It was flying. <laughs> it, no, it's like make a fist, and it's like that size of your fist. It was huge. 
It's like a beetle. Or Are something. you sure it was a bug? Yeah. I, it actually had a swastika on the shell. Oh, one of It was. I think. Yeah, it was. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Simple Solution. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. The Humane Society of Missouri, one of the agencies involved in the multi-state dog fighting raid a few weeks back, in which 26 arrests were made, is seeking help from rescue groups in housing some of those dogs. The raid resulted in the rescue of nearly 500 dogs, many of them pit bulls. The dogs are currently being evaluated and treated for parasites while receiving food, water, and shelter. A complete report on health and behavior of each dog will be given to the U.S. Attorney's Office in order to determine the final destination for each animal. In the meantime, groups interested in helping out can check the HSMO's website for qualifications. That's the Humane Society of Missouri. And the great state of Connecticut just signed a consumer protection pet lemon law into effect. Governor Jody Rell signed the law spearheaded by the ASPCA aimed at protecting consumers who inadvertently buy sick animals from pet stores. SB 499, as it is known, increases reimbursement of veterinary costs to owners who've purchased a sick animal. And for the first time, this new law also protects consumers from pets with congenital defects. Under the new law, pet stores must provide all background information on dog breeders or animal dealers they may use. And any cats sold must be spayed or neutered to be exempt from the new law. And good news via the BBC. A stolen, foul-mouthed, one-legged African gray parrot has been recovered. Police at the Etta Lane station in Newcastle say the parrot, which, quote, swears a lot, end quote, was returned with another bird, but a rose-breasted cockatoo <laughs> also taken in the July 2nd robbery remains missing. Police have arrested a 22-year-old man on suspicion of burglary in the case. No details on exactly what foul words the bird knows. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Get more breaking animal news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by Simple Solution, with a tip for pet messes. For liquid spills or urine stains, blot up the excess by starting on the outside of the stain, then move toward the center of the affected area. This will prevent the stain from spreading. This is Glenn Close on Animal Radio, urging you to spay or neuter your pet. <laughs> Animal Radio Summer Giveaway comes with not only just a grand prize, but five runner-up packages. Ooh, so there's going to be six winners. A little different this, this year. Very good. I like, I like that. that. More winners, yes. From Bissell, they'll be hooking you up in the grand prize package with the Liftoff Revolution Pet Vac. And in the runner-up packages, they have these cute little pet hair erasers. And from Disney, in the smaller packages, five will get the Disney Pixar Up DVD Leapfrog Reading System and Up Leapfrog Storybook. And a big prize package. Someone's going to Disney's Animal Kingdom Park. Also a litter robot. And from Celestron. Great stuff. A spotting scope and binoculars. Wow. All great stuff. Of course, the package is going to get much bigger as we get towards the end of September. You can sign up at AnimalRadio.com. We have Jim on the phone. Hi, Jim. Hello. How are you doing today? All right. Uh, my question has got to do with a three-year-old, well, a boxer that will be, a male that will be three years old in October. Uh-huh. Okay, Jim. And he 
does not want to listen when he gets off the leash or gets free in the yard. And the other issue is, is there a way to get him to calm down? Yes, Jim, you are you are with Vladi Russia Dog Wizard. So you are looking for the no-nonsense, uh, quick to the straight to the point solutions. Uh, that's what I am all about. So first of all, to your dog's personalities. Everything which you just said to me, that's the boxers do. Most of the boxers have a um, little bit hyperactivities, dog ADD, when they're young, sometimes like a, <laughs> I call it learning disabilities or a selective hearing. Um, <laughs> uh, boxers, selective, no, don't hearing. <laughs> selective hearing. Boxers are the great pets. Um, can be very stubborn, uh, but they're they're catching everything just like that. But they're also very manipulative. Do you know what manipulative means? If you don't know, ask uh, the jury. She knows what manipulative <laughs> means. Yes, it's, uh, they can. You know that's what they are. What is your dog's name? Rocky. Is it female or male? Male. Okay, male. I never, I never keep the male's dogs. I always like females. I'm not feminist, but I like female dogs. Okay. I let, don't know. You're pretty you. feminine. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. We, uh, we, we have two of them, but the other one is much more well-mannered than the male is. You have, you have two boxers? Yeah. Okay. So, okay. We're talking about, we have the same problems with both of them? No. No. Just, just with the male. Okay, okay, what his name is Naraki. You say, uh, Rocky, Rocky, come, and what's happening? He, he gets extremely hyper, and when he gets really hyper, he gets ex- over aggressive. Okay, Towards, uh, uh, like so. If, uh, another dog comes in, the, in his presence. Okay, let's talk about the come first. You say, Rocky, come, and he tells you, forget you, daddy, or screw you, daddy, whatever. What are you doing in, in return? Tell me, please. Uh, I just continue to, to be patient with him until he gives in. You are too patient, Jim. Your patient needs to be over by that time. Here's what I want you to do. Go to your local store and buy two uh-huh. things. Number one, 30-foot leash. 30, 30 foot leash, very thin one for the dog training. And the second okay. product, Herm Springer, uh, pinch color, German pinch color. It's important to get the German one because it's made from the steel. Never scratch, never hurts your dog's neck. Works as the magic. Will imitate doggy mama bite. So make sure, make sure fit that, ask somebody to show you how to fit that color properly. Connect the leash and let him run around in your backyard and, and and make sure it's always loose. Leash is always loose. And after find this happy moment when he's so distracted, and tell him, Rocky, come, and Rocky tell you, screw you, daddy, go get go get me. So you need to momentarily, with the speed of Russian satellite guided missile, grab this ending of the line somewhere on the floor, as you say. Rocky, come! And as you say come, you snap that leash toward you with the pretty, make a pretty powerful move. As you say, he will jump toward you. You don't need to even, you don't need to like uh, reel him in, just one snap. That time you completely forgot like your doggy mom. Who who bites and after she licks, say good boy and welcoming him back and give him maybe a piece of American cheese, something he loves, uh, 
Polish kalbasa. You're not the, from Polish, no? You're not the Polish man? No. Okay, it's good. It's good. I always have a problem with the Polish man. Polish men always think they know everything. Well, that yeah. explains a lot about our relationship, Lottie. It is, it is, it is. Uh, they always think they know everything. See, a Russian man knows he knows everything, so we have a big problem. <laughs> so, so, so that's the great things. And regarding the hyperactivities and doggy ADD and everything which you says, my best, best suggestion to you, the same color, six-foot leash, get your dog in the backyard and do simple commands. Let's go, sit, stay, calm down. Please go on YouTube on YouTube and type Russian dog wizard. There is a lot of videos to show us how to teach your dog walk on the loose leash without any problems and uh, how establishing authority in the doggy way. Or check my DVD Obedience for Life. That will take care of of the rest of the problem. This is the Vladi from Animal Radio. We'll link to those videos, by the way, at AnimalRadio.com. Everything Vladi talks about. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hi, this is Clyde Pierce from HGTV. You're listening to Animal Radio. Is your dog a lucky dog? My dog is. She eats lucky dog cuisine. Home-cooked meals that come straight to my door. Give your dog the same natural ingredients you would if you had the time to cook for them every day. Feed your dog what Animal Radio feeds their lucky dog. Lucky dog cuisine. Great ingredients, no preservatives, straight from lucky dog's kitchen to your freezer. Visit luckydogcuisine.com for tail-wagging home-cooked meals made with love. Luckydogcuisine.com. That's luckydogcuisine.com. Okay, time to check out that website I heard about, www.safeguardfordogs.com. There it is. Hi, I'm Don. The virtual host is a nice touch. It looks like these links and videos cover everything a dog owner might want to know about intestinal worm infections and how to prevent them. Hmm, here's a savings coupon for Safeguard canine dewormers and even an online reminder service. Better bookmark this one, www.safeguardfordogs.com. Hi, I'm Ken Schrader. In race car driving, seconds can win a race. But to win the race against pet overpopulation, you need to understand the importance of spaying or neutering your pets. Every few seconds, hundreds of dogs and cats are put down in our country. Help fix the problem. I urge you to spay or neuter your pets. To find out how, visit Pets911.com or call 1-888-PETS-911 today. For more information, go to Pets911.com. Proud to be a partner of Animal Radio. Does your pet become anxious when you leave the house? Do certain sounds like thunder or sirens cause your pet to feel uneasy? If your pet barks excessively or is an out-of-control chewer, you'll find the solution in Classic Cuts by Music My Pet. The principal performer for Disney's Baby Einstein has created Classic Cuts with special sounds to help calm, soothe, and relax your pet. A calm pet is a happy pet. To order your Classic Cuts, visit www.musicmypet.com or call 1-877-PET-CALM. This is Animal Radio. And uh, let's hit the phones. We have Austin. Hey, Austin. Hey, how's it going? How you doing? Just enjoying the nice sun. I'm down here in South Carolina. What's going on with your pets? Um, I got a chihuahua, and we got him from the ASPC, and... We're just wondering, uh, he's got two canine teeth on both sides of his mouth. We thought they would fall out when he got older, but now they're still there. And was wondering if that would be something, you know, we're going to have to get taken out or just go ahead and leave it. And how long have you had your little friend? 
Um, he's about a year now. We've had him for about four months. Okay, very good. And does he have any difficulties eating, um, any sensitivity with his mouth? Not that I noticed. Good, good. And I didn't think you were going to say that because what you're describing is a very common problem what we see in small breeds of dogs, especially the toy breeds. Um, and it is retained deciduous teeth. So basically we, all dogs have a set of puppy teeth and those should fall out and be replaced by adult teeth. Very commonly, these little baby teeth don't fall out. And if you're seeing the little hook teeth behind the adult canine teeth, and yeah. if your doggy is that old already, um, they probably will need to be surgically removed. Because um, in most cases, we give them until maybe eight months, ten months. If they don't fall out and they're in there nice and solid, then we need to go in and remove them because there will definitely be the potential for uh, problems with crowding, abscesses on the baby teeth. Um, but because, especially because those teeth are so close, they get a higher rate of dental problems. So yeah, I will definitely give you the prescription to get those teeth yanked out of there. Okay. And I have one more question. Um, about like three days ago, first time it's happened, he acted like he had a seizure. Ooh. And uh, was wondering if you know, just keep an eye on him, or maybe should we well, talk to him about... He just acted real wobbly. He'd stand okay. there, his head would shake, and, like, his legs would wobble and stuff, and he just sat there and looked at us, and yeah. that was the only time it's happened, and he's been fine ever since. Okay, and there was nothing that happened right prior to that that had you concern, no injury or jump or fall or anything like that? Not that okay. I know of, because... You know, we got him from the ASPC, you know. I mean, yeah. been, that's the first time anything's happened, so... Yeah. Well, I, I would be suspicious what you've described could be some form of a seizure. And um, I'm always of the type, I don't like to let things go. Um, so I would definitely yeah. bring that to your veterinarian's attention. And I would probably want to get a blood sample on your little baby um, to check okay. for a couple of things. Because small dogs can have problems with low blood sugar issues. And then they can also have some liver problems that we might pick up on a blood panel. Um, but if oh, okay. everything checks out good, then I'd probably just, you know, make sure we track this. And um, from that point forward, make sure we keep track if he has more of them. And then we know what degree of concern we'll have to have from here forward. So, uh, well, golly. Well, I'm glad you saved a life, Austin. That's awesome. Um, everyone should adopt. It is such a wonderful thing. Do smaller Thank dogs uh, generally have more problems? It seems like you, you, you seem to mention that smaller dogs have more dental issues. Sometimes they have more digestive issues. Yeah, I don't want to single them out. <laughs> but there are some things that we see more typically in little dogs. And in some of these congenital problems, the baby teeth, very common with the little breeds. Um, but the big dogs, they have just the same share of things. They just kind of are a different spectrum, maybe hip problems or heart problems or other things. So, no, I'm not going to single out the little guys. one 405 to talk to Animal Radio vet Dr. Debbie right now. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Now, Bobby, when you're not chasing down news stories, you're hanging out at either the San Diego Zoo or the San Diego Wild Animal Park. I've noticed that about you recently. You're a wildlife artist, and that's probably where you get a lot of your inspiration, huh? I, I am very, very lucky um, in the place that I live, San Diego, that has the best zoo in the world, also the best wild animal park in a zoo. And when I was at the wild animal park um, a month or so back, 
playing on Flightline. Yes. Which I know you guys all saw on YouTube, which was so much fun. It made me sick just well, actually watching the YouTube video. <laughs> Oh, it was fun. It was, again, people, I encourage you to go do this. It's a blast and a half. While there and hanging out with my PR uh, guru, Danny, who basically had to guide me and keep me out of trouble, we were back in the back area of the Wild Animal Park, and I happened to notice this young lady who was obviously a trainer, and she was walking a dog. A, a dog. domesticated dog. You don't really see a dog at a zoo. No. It's kind of a weird Yeah, thing. and that's what confused me. And so I asked Danny, I said, what is this? And she said, oh, that's one of our canine companion dogs for the cheetahs. Ooh. And I Ooh. had to dig into what? this, and we had to find out what is going on. So huh. I, I did some digging, and we got hold of trainer Janet Rose. Oh, is she on the phone? Hey, Janet, how I you doing? Sure am. Hey, I'm loving Yay! listening to these stories. This is fun. <laughs> Am, am I am I right so far, Janet? Have I been accurate? This is Janet Rose, Rose from the San Diego Zoo. Job of perfect, uh, accurate reporting. This is so weird. This is so weird. A dog and a and a cheetah. Is is that that's, what's going on here? True. Cats and dogs living together. Total chaos here at the Wild Animal there Park. There it is. Okay, you got some now, explaining. Janet, tell yes. us exactly you got some explaining to do. <laughs> I'm I'm going to start it from my little memory when I moved to San Diego over 30 years ago. I remember a dog named Anna and a cat named Arusha, the wow. cat being a cheetah. That's right. Those were the original two at the San Diego Zoo, uh, trained by legendary trainer Kathy Marmack, who is still a manager on our staff. Uh, Anna was a golden retriever female, and Arusha was a big male African cheetah. Traditionally, cats and dogs yeah. don't get along. Why? That is true. It's all in how we train and all how we foster that relationship. And there certainly is a very specific reason why we foster the relationship between the domesticated dog and the cheetah. Because, of course, most people, when they think about it, they go, aren't you worried that one day you're going to come to work and there's going to be a really big cheetah and no dog at all? <laughs> Pretty much a little job security there, Janet. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, you know, the truth is cheetahs, which we all know, fastest animal on the land, incredible cats by far, they are really not the aggressor in the cat world. They are really not the dominant predator on that totem pole of predators of Africa. When when push comes to shove and they ask themselves that question, fight or flight, what am I going to do? Cheetahs can outrun everything. So why Man, if I, anything? yeah, that's it. If I had that speed, I'd be gone too. Exactly. It makes perfect sense for survival. If you can run 70 miles per hour, nobody's going to catch you. And if you can do it from <laughs> 0 to 60 miles per hour in 3.4 seconds, nobody's going to catch you unless they're in a Ferrari. So so what can be challenging about working with a cheetah is that they can be very nervous. They can be over alert to their environment, and they're sure that around every corner, something's going to get them. So they're constantly on that defense mode and a little bit paranoid. And so by cultivating this relationship with a domesticated dog... The dog actually serves as a comfort source. And what will they do? Will they they curl up together? Will they hang out, uh, share stories, play <laughs> poker? And, how, and, and if I might chime in here, Janet, how young do you start this um, companionship? Yeah, honestly, we want to start it as young as possible. We want youth on the side of both animals, if possible, because through their youth, they both obviously have a greater play drive. And that kind of evokes that curiosity about the other species and kind of has more acceptance, quite honestly. And we can see that bond develop from a young age and really have this lifetime bond that we're looking for. And they do curl up together. They sleep together overnight. They play together. This is a lifelong relationship that they have. The only thing they don't do together 
is eat together. <laughs> oh, that would be bad. <laughs> that yeah, would be bad. I can see problems there. Couldn't you? But again, you're probably seeing the cheetah eating the dog's food, but it would be the other way around. You know, our dogs <laughs> and our cheetahs, they get this great diet from our nutritionists, our veterinarians, really on top of it, making their perfect diet. And the cheetahs... Cheetah chow. Consists, yeah, that's right. The cheetahs consist of essentially filet mignon. It's high-quality ground beef. And that dog is eating, you know, what you would be used to, dog kibble, uh, feeding your dog. That's what's good for them, right? Well, the dog wants to eat the filet mignon, right? Of course. <laughs> that cheetah would never eat. So we have to separate them so they both get the appropriate food. Uh, and that's really the only time we separate them. They're together 24 hours a day? That dog doesn't leave the park? That's a great question. For the most part, no. You know, we do develop our individual relationships with the animals as well as trainers. So there are times when the dog and the cheetah, like when I ran into Bobby, I was walking the dog without the cheetah because we want Mm -hmm. the cheetahs not to get too much separation anxiety if the dog is not there for Uh one reason or another. And same for the dog with the cheetah. So we do have our own time with the animals. They do spend time away from each other, but that's really from a training perspective more than a relationship perspective. Where do these dogs come from? Yeah. Yeah, we love to adopt our dogs from shelters. We love Yay! to yeah, we love to get out to the shelters and find the right dog for our cheetahs. And when I say the right dog, you know, we're really not looking so much at size, although I don't think it would work with a teacup poodle. Uh, (laughs) We want a medium to large breed dog is ideal, but it's really the personality. It's a dog that's looking to be the buddy and not the dominant animal. We want a dog that's really going to befriend our cheetah. Ladybug would not work out in that situation, no. no. (laughs) So we can see this relationship in action at the zoo right now. And we would love you to because the bottom line of having our cheetah ambassador with that dog companion and being able to allow the public to get really close is to promote the fact that cheetahs are a critically endangered species and that here at the San Diego Zoo's Wild Animal Park, we are the number one breeder of cheetahs in North America. And boy, you know, is it critical for these cats. They are critically endangered. How would you like to see this all this weekend? I'm going to have a family four-pack to give away right now. one 405 8405 to the San Diego Zoo or the San Diego Wild Animal Park. You can spend your time down there. I believe they're actually thinking of uh, installing a fixture for Bobby down there. Because you're, uh... It's going to be my memorial, my own little gate that I can come in. and, and I, They just have a little area. They keep me out away from the crowd because they know I cause trouble. The website <laughs> is org, And, of course, Janet Rose joining us. Thanks so much, Janet. We'll speak to you again soon. Thank you very much for having me. More Animal Radio on the way. is Animal Radio Network. This is Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets as we all gather around in the studio here. Vinny Penn bringing his kids in the studio. Why does he bring his kids to work? We every bring weekend? our pets. It's only fair. 
Okay. But we like pets. Oh, yeah. Huh? <laughs> These are the two-legged kind. I'm not watching them. Vlade, of course, working his tea. This is his third glass. He's uh, if I can set the scene because this is radio. You need to see this uh, visually. I need to I need to paint the picture for you. Uh, he's wearing sequins and sunglasses, and this is his usual getup. It says Vlade. He it actually spells Vlade in sequins across his chest. And uh, we should post a picture of that on the website so people can see that. <laughs> While not the best dresser, he is the best behavior guy around on dogs. Uh, uh, he, he knows a little bit about the human race, too. Yeah, and you know, he said he was going to be venturing over to the cats pretty soon, the way the economy was, so yeah. we'll see. I'm looking for him on TV <laughs> very, very soon. And as far as cats go, hey, listen, I know a lot of you truckers actually travel with your cats. It's amazing how many do, huh? Did you know that... It is hard to believe it, yes. The purr of your cat, which I guess, I forget, what is it, 80 hertz? Uh, I don't remember. It's actually the same as a diesel truck engine. And uh, so if you find both of those calming and relaxing and there healing, there's a little fun fact for you. Uh, for me, just a useless piece of knowledge uh, that's sitting there in the crevice of my brain. Did you know that, Doctor? You know, I didn't know that, but all I can say is, ooh, cat power, yay! <laughs> Boog, the studio cat, is sitting right here, and of course, Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, who's protecting my office. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, we got to play this theme every time we talk about Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, you apparently her under contract. She's guarding the office that has all the wonderful gifts for the summer giveaway, which includes from Celestron a Regal Spotting Scope. This is a $500 spotting scope, ladies and gentlemen. That's so awesome. And, uh, that you, is amazing. You can actually put it on your camera, your digital SLR camera or your 35-millimeter camera. We just have to keep Hal away from the neighbors. Yeah, it really? <laughs> it's for birds. I got birds. I, I got I want my hands on that handheld vacuum, though. I like I'm that. I'm a neat freak, and I, for me, I have to keep everything in its place and the tidy. So for me, that's the best. Thing. But you might have to fight me on that, Doc. Well, no, this this is all for the listeners. <laughs> oh, I mean, unfortunately, this is for the listeners, yes. none, none of this is for us. Uh, but you know, this is this is our way. Of, we're givers here at Animal Radio. She's talking, of course, about the Bissell Pet Hair Eraser Corded Handheld Vacuum. And uh, they're also teeing up with the Bissell Liftoff Revolution Pet Vac. We'll be giving one of those away from Disney Passes to the Disney, Disney Animal Kingdom Park, one of the four theme parks that it has a wildlife theme. Kind of wow. new for Disney there. Uh-huh. The Litter Robot, uh, more binoculars from Celestron. You've been testing them out, haven't I you? I have. My neighbors aren't speaking Not happy me. about no, that, are they? No. <laughs> uh, Disney has also given us the Up DVD, the LeapFrog Reading System, and Up LeapFrog Storybook. And this week they add... From G Force, a movie it just that came, came out here last it? week about the hamsters. I'm going to go see it this afternoon. Guinea pigs. Is it guinea pigs? I thought it was <laughs> yes, hamsters. Yes, no. get oh, your sentence right here. G guinea pigs. G-force. I'm sorry. G Force. Guinea pigs. And and you know I got to say one thing about guinea pigs. We love them, but I'm going to encourage people to adopt guinea pigs. Please yes. don't run out and buy them after this movie. You can it's adopt long. them, huh? Yeah, there's plenty of Absolutely. places to adopt them. And of course, we have oodles of them out here in our shelters. Yeah, you, you can start with. One of the plush stuffed guinea pigs from the movie with the parachute made by SCS Solutions. And you can find them at Toys R Us or Walmart. Uh, boy, Disney is really up the ante here for this giveaway package. If Oh, there's a spider walking across my arm. Oh, I see what it. What should I do? Ooh. Should I just put him right over here? Oh, put him on just the mic. Put him right oh, my God. There. Look at him jump on your mic. There you go. Oh nice God. little spider. I'm glad everyone wants in on the show. Yeah, he really he is. He wants in one? on the summer giveaway as well. Is that the one that was on your computer? I think he was. He's getting around. I think he's trying to take my job. 
pretty sure. Listen, if you want to get qualified for this, head on over to AnimalRadio.com. You can qualify yourself up to five times daily through September 30th. Or call me now at 1-866-405-8405, and I will get you qualified. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Radio. We're like the Pet Shop Boys and Girls, aren't we? A little bit like that. Yeah. But we don't sing. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't want us to. Yeah. The uh, Animal Radio Christmas Party Karaoke event. It was not a big hit. It wasn't a big hit for us here. No, it failed. It didn't sell. (laughs) It's definitely infused with alcohol, I would say. (laughs) But if you have a vet medical question, Dr. Debbie can answer those questions. If you have a question about your dog, your dog behavior. Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, is here. Uh, This is one of the biggest studios and biggest groups, panel of experts on the radio to answer your questions about animals. We love our animals. You look in our wallets, the pictures, they're all animals. (laughs) We have no friends that are human except you listening right now. And we'd like to touch base with you at 1-866-405-8405. Vinny Penn, he's an author. He's a very funny guy. He has sort of a satirical life. He's on the way with his view, slanted view of animals. We have animal communicator Joy Turner, as well as phyto-friendly travel talk Susan Sims. She talks about animals on the road. And Bobby's working feverishly on news right now. I don't know what she's working on, but I'm sure it's very important. She's not Twittering, is she? I hope not. She's also our social networking butterfly. She's a Twittyet. What a group, a motley crew, and it's a good thing that you can't see us right now. <laughs> we have faces for, for radio, radio. yes. Yeah, yeah. Speak for yourself Which one are we now? going to? Hi, Sheila. How are you? Doing good. How are you? Good. How can we help you today? I rescued this kitten about two weeks ago. A cat? Uh, Did you say a cat? Yes. A cat, yes. A little kitten. Okay. Um, I think, I'm a truck driver, and I think somebody threw her out of their truck or threw her out of a car or whatever. Anyway, she's about 10 to 12 weeks old. I got her on a Thursday. She had a really bad upper respiratory infection, you know, the stuffy nose and boogery eyes and all that. I took her to the vet on Friday. He gave her a shot of antibiotic, gave me some Clindicure to give her for the next 10 days, and I took her home. On Monday, I took her to my vet, and her nose kind of swelled up a little bit, so he wanted to take some x-rays, and we found out there was no head trauma, no fractures in her head or anything. So he gave me some uh, cortisone pills to give her for 10 days. We've been giving them to her. The upper respiratory infection seemed to have cleared up a little bit, but now mm-hmm. she's back to the green coming out of her nose. Her eyes are not goopy, but her nose still is, and she's rattling when she breathes. And I was just wondering if there was anything that you could suggest that I could do further now for her. Oh, sure, yeah. Now, is her swelling on the nose, is that better? Uh, no, it's about the same. Well, the first thing that I'd want to point out is when we have kitties with these respiratory infections, the good majority of them are primarily viral upper respiratory infections. So antibiotics really don't help. Um, they can help with the secondary part of the bacterial infections, but, you know, we still have a virus, and it's kind of like the human cold that um, the kitty has to kind of 
fight through that. Um, there are some things we can try, and then I might advise for you to help with kind of combating that viral aspect. And the one thing that is very good for kitties with an upper respiratory infection is to supplement lysine. Uh, it's an amino acid. And people who have cold sores um, may take their own little lysine supplements. And cats can get herpes in the component of the upper respiratory infection. So um, don't worry, you won't be breaking out in uh, cold sores from your cat. But um, it is something that um, we can treat. And there are some very palatable uh, kind of liquidy pastes that have lysine in them. And you can talk to your veterinarian or a pet care uh, facility to get that. Um, and that would be something that as long as she is fighting this and to even a couple weeks beyond that, I might treat her with that life supplement and help that out. Um, as far as some simple things that I would be doing is I'd really be focusing on humidity and hydration and make sure this baby is eating good, that we're drinking plenty, and to help kind of loosen up the nose, um, I'm a huge fan on doing things like uh, sitting in the bathroom during a nice, hot, humid shower. Um, you can talk to your kitty on the other side, and you can take your shower and kill two birds with one stone. That extra humidity helps to loosen up the boogies in the nose and helps them feel more comfortable as well. And you can okay, do that yeah. as well with a humidifier. And yeah, my, that's, my mother lives with me, and, and she's kind of taking care of her during the day while I work. And she uh, told me that that's what she was thinking about doing today or tomorrow is putting her in the bathroom with a humidifier and with a vaporizer and seeing if that would help break up some of that stuff. Yeah, and and there's some folks that will use nasal drops on kitties to help kind of loosen things up in the nose, um, whether they're a decongestant or an antibiotic drop. I'm not a huge fan on that because I find that these kitties are already pretty kind of irritated. They're having a hard time breathing, and the last thing they want is you shoving a drop down their nose. So, right. uh, but that might be something that you you know you could try as well. Um, but I really make sure that we're eating good. Um, I offer canned food and I heat it up and get a nice and stinky so it smells extra good and keep her um, nutrition plain that she's so she's strong to fight this and uh, um, you mentioned she's on an antibiotic the clindamycin or clindacure and that's a good one for you know kitties that have a bacterial upper respiratory so I'd, I'd keep up with that and, and see if that can help her out as well at least for the secondary part of that infection but okay. uh, give her a lot of TLC and um, knew that this may last, uh, you know, 10 days, even 14 days is not uncommon for kitties battling the upper respiratory bug. Yeah, she so, had it for two, she's had it for two weeks already. Now, the lysine you said I could get either from my vet or from PetSmart or something like that? Yeah, and, and lysine is, you know, sold at human health food stores, but it may not be in a very palatable, easy-to-give form for cats. So um, I know for sure veterinarians care it, but you can check it with a, a pet store as well. And, okay. uh, you know, if, if your baby's not turning the course of therapy, you know, at some kitties, this can be a chronic problem. So um, while I want to be hopeful and be very optimistic, you know, if we're, if we're having problems, um, brace yourself, because some kitties can have a long-term, kind of a chronic upper respiratory problem. So hope I w- prepare you for the worst and I hope you get the uh, the best outcome here. So thank you so much, Sheila, and good luck with your little kitty, kitty baby. And thank you for rescuing and saving a life. That's so wonderful. Oh. Well, thank you very much, Dr. Debbie. I appreciate it. Okay, my pleasure. This is Dr. Debbie with Animal Radio. We're waiting for your call at 1-866-405-8405. Let's look at heartworm disease one more time. I'm Dr. Jim Humphreys reporting. 
Canine heartworm disease is a dangerous and potentially fatal disease occurring in both dogs and cats. Long white worms are the cause. Adult worms can reach a length of 6 to 14 inches. They live in the right side of the heart and in the adjacent large blood vessels. A dog may have several hundred of them in its system. Large accumulations of adult worms impair circulation of the blood, which can cause damage to the dog's heart, lungs, liver, and kidneys. The important thing for dog owners to remember is that a great deal of damage can occur before any outward signs of heartworm disease are noticed. In advanced stages, the disease may cause its victim to have difficulty breathing, cough, tire easily, become listless, lose weight, or faint. If not detected and controlled with proper treatment, the disease can lead to congestive heart failure and death. Until recently, canine heartworm disease was considered to be a problem only in warm climates. But in the past few years, it's been found in Canada and in many regions of the United States. And infected dogs can carry heartworm disease for several years. Heartworm disease may be a problem anywhere in the nation. Although no vaccine is available for heartworm disease, veterinarians have developed an easy method for preventing infection. A monthly chewable tablet is all that's needed. Reporting for the Veterinary News Network, I'm Dr. Jim Humphreys on Animal Radio. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Safeguard Canine Dewormer. Did you know that your dog could have intestinal worms even if he's on a heartworm prevention program? For more complete protection, deworm your dog twice a year with broad spectrum Safeguard Canine Dewormer. To find out more, visit www.safeguardfordogs.com. Is your credit card debt out of control and you don't know what to do? I'm Ted Brower, founder of Debt Settlement USA. Contrary to what you may hear from other advertisers, there is no secret program that can magically eliminate your debt. But Debt Settlement USA does have an answer. We have perhaps the most experienced team in the industry. We've negotiated and settled over $150 million of debt for people just like you. If you have over $12,000 of credit card debt, call right now for a free consultation. Debt Settlement USA built its reputation on one simple fact. We help our clients cut their debt. Find out how we can help you reduce your balances and your monthly payments. Call Debt Settlement USA at 1-888-551-7788. If you're having trouble with credit card debt, call right now. Call 1-888-551-7788. That's 888-551-7788. Every once in a while, there comes along a special group of animal lovers that stands strongly in defense of the voiceless. Animal People is that newspaper for people who really care about the animals. Animal People's published 10 times yearly. The publisher is a nonprofit corporation dedicated to exposing the existence of cruelty to animals and to informing and educating you so that animal lovers worldwide can eliminate such cruelty. Visit our website at www.animalpeoplenews.org. That's www.animalpeoplenews.org to subscribe to the news for people who care about animals. Animal People. Subscribe today at www.animalpeoplenews.org. Radio. I'm Hal. I'm Judy. 
Right over I'm there. Dr. Debbie. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Debbie uh, wearing what boy it's you know it, it's that oh turn around will you just for a second so I can see what the back of the shirt says do you, you want like some it. of this do you want some of this she's wearing <laughs> see it's a good thing it's radio uh, Vladimir the world famous Russian dog wizard preparing his drink wink wink and working his way into the studio Vinnie Penn I believe he's writing what are you doing over there mm-hmm. he says he's got a new novel in the works so he'll be on the way hopefully. but wait a minute that's company time he's that over there that is company yeah. time that he's doing that animal communicator Joy Turner practicing her animal communication and Susan Sims back from her Route 66 tour we're all here it's the dream team of experts at one 405 8405 thought you had a brain fart there for a minute I don't know what happened the last four digits <laughs> They went somewhere there. We have, is it uh, Karen? Hi, Karen. How are you doing? Hi. You guys got me interested. I was listening the other day about how the dogs sleep in people's beds. Oh, yeah. Are you one of those? Uh No, my wife is, though. She likes the the animal in the bed, huh? All three of them. Yeah, does that uh, What about you? you? Yes. Well, I'm a truck driver, so I'm not there to partake. Well, but they keep her, they actually protect her and keep her warm probably while you're gone, huh? Yeah, well, the weenie dog burrows, and then the other ones, they kind of lay out on top. So what happens when you're there? Oh, they they get kicked out. <laughs> they got to hit the road, Jack. <laughs> yeah. well, I was calling about Charlie. Um, he's a dachshund uh, pure breed, and mm-hmm. uh, he's missing all the fur on his neck and down to the middle of his chest. And I was wanting to ask the vet what to do. My vet told me to give him fish oil. Mm-hmm. But okay. I don't know if that's the only solution, or is there try different things, or I don't know. Okay, well, I'll, um, I'll hit you with a couple questions first here. Is it something that's developed just more recently, or has he always been that way? Well, he started to lose his fur closer to maybe a year old, and he's probably closer to two years now. I'm not sure how old he is. I forgot. Okay. But uh, mm-hmm. anyways, In- it, it seemed to get progressively worse, but it hasn't really gotten that much worse lately. It's just, you know, it's probably the size of your hand, whereas his fur is completely bald. Okay. And is he itchy or scratchy with any of that? No, you don't notice some itch in it or anything. It just kind of his fur disappeared like an old man. <laughs> okay. And does it feel smooth to the touch when you kind of touch those areas? Yeah. Or is there... Okay. You know, the first thing I would think of, and you said he was just a couple years of age, correct? Yeah. Okay. The first thing I think of in dachshunds is they actually can have a breed-related um, hair loss, and it's completely normal, and in some dogs it can actually look pretty wacky, <laughs> but they can lose... Um, a lot of hair and it tends to be under the underbelly area like on the chest the abdomen um, under the armpits on the neck um, even on the ears and we can see some on the on the torso and in the back as well um, but it's it can start in a young dog and actually progress um, there's a point where it gets to a certain point and doesn't get much worse as you're just kind of stuck with a, a dog that doesn't have a lot of hair um, so that would be my first thought especially if he's not bothered by it um, if there's sores or redness, then I'm going to talk to you maybe about some other things about allergies, um, infections, 
Um, but I'd say if we're worried about this, maybe the breed-related, um, what they call the dachshund pattern baldness, <laughs> if you will, um, some dogs will actually try melatonin for that as a supplement. And it can help, but uh, most dogs that have this, um, that are dachshunds, are kind of just stuck with that hair change. So if it doesn't bother him and we can rule out that there's anything else medical, then, um, yeah, I would say just, uh, you know, hair club for dogs for him. <laughs> what does do, if anything? Well, fish oil is um, has, is rich in fatty acids, and fatty acids are good to improve the quality of the hair coat and improve dryness, and it actually also has a natural anti-inflammatory property. So we do use it a lot with pets that have allergies. There's some immune skin diseases where we'll use fatty acids in, in actually pretty high doses. So I don't think that will hurt, um, but if it's something like, you know, this genetic problem, it's probably not going to change the course. Um, you know, if you mention that to your vet and they say, oh, that's a possibility, then, um, you know, I talk to them about that melatonin. Um, in some ways, the the one way we can really get down to the bottom of this and, and avoid uh, uh, wasting a lot of time is we can actually get a skin biopsy and take small little pieces of that, send that in, and it can give us some really good information, um, whether we have a hormone-related problem like a thyroid problem, uh, Cushing's disease, allergies. I um, seen something if a... Uh... I had another dog that had a similar problem, but there actually ended up being like a cyst or a tumor there, and mm. but it, it never developed into anything. But I'm thinking I would have already seen a mass or something by this time, wouldn't I? Yeah, and it wouldn't affect such a um, you know a variation of areas. That would be more of a, just a single area if you had hair loss from like a cyst or something underneath the surface. So yeah, so uh, yeah, I would say you know I consider that possibility of uh, the pattern baldness. And uh, if there's any question whatsoever, you know, hormone testing, some blood testing, and even some quick biopsies on the skin might be the way to kind of get to the bottom of that puzzle. Well, it gives me some more things to look at. I appreciate it. Give your baby a kiss for us and a nice little pat on the head. one 405 8405 And this whole half hour brought to you by Lucky Dog Cuisine. This is the official food of Ladybug, the studio stunt dog here at Animal Radio. Fresh from the kitchens at uh, Lucky Dog Cuisine. Are they in South Carolina or North Carolina? Where are they? I think they're in South Carolina. Uh, I get the feeling. One of those uh, Carolinas there. And we get food FedEx to us in dry ice. Now, it has no preservatives in it. It's the best top quality food made uh, in a smaller air and smaller kitchen because that's the way we like our food made. And every night uh, we uh, put a little in the microwave and feed it to her. She loves it. If you want to learn more, check it out. LuckyDogCuisine.com. And the prices, you'd think it'd be kind of expensive being a premium food. It's about the same price as other premium foods and delivery, all of that included, for about $100 a month if you could feed your pet the best food, Lucky Dog Cuisine. Learn more at LuckyDogCuisine.com. Their phone number, 843-22-75900. The Animal Radio Summer Giveaway gets underway. And we'll get you qualified today as well as uh, I'll tell you how you can qualify yourself as many times as you want. Which I like to do. I like to qualify myself. <laughs> One, two, three times a day. Sometimes on the weekend, I'll qualify myself four or five times in an hour. Well, you know, yours are kicked out automatically. Yeah. I can't play. Huh? No, you can't play. Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard with us. How you doing, Vlad? Wonderful, wonderful. I am in a great shape today, and I am, uh, as, as, as usually, the phone is off hook, so... You know, I am I'm busy. I believe we have Amy on the phone. Hi, Amy. Yes. 
How are you Hello. doing? What's on your mind, Amy? Well, I have a cat. She's 13 years old, and she's been recently diagnosed as a diabetic. But in early October, she started using her litter box inappropriately. Um, okay. She would use it. Um, she would use it properly for. We're on the radio, so I guess I'll say number one. But number two wasn't making it in the box. So in September, she had had a physical, and everything was fine. But I talked to my vet, and we were doing, we tried new boxes, new litters, new locations, and eventually I took her to the vet, and she was diagnosed as a diabetic. And okay. Yeah. At that same so time, that was when all this was happening. Right. And so now okay. she's on a new diet. She's on uh, DM management. She also now is on Lantus two times a day, and her legs were weak. She had, she had a neuropathy, but they're starting to get stronger. And okay. in the meantime, we've, we've moved the box. It was upstairs, but we brought it downstairs because we wanted to encourage her to use it. We've also noticed that her stools were harder, so we tried um, We used pumpkin and fiber and cream. But where my puzzle comes in is she traveled at Christmas, and I took her back up box with me, and she used the box appropriately. But as soon as I returned home, I thought, great, maybe this is the reset I need. So I took away the downstairs box to see if she would use the upstairs box. She was out of sorts, so I gave her the downstairs box back. But the inappropriate number two is, is still there. Okay, so the, she's using the downstairs box, and she is pooping in that. No. She's using no. the downstairs box, but only for, for number one. She's pooping outside the box downstairs. Okay. Is it in the vicinity of the box, kind of like a near miss? <laughs> it's not a miss, but it's in the vicinity. It's okay. definitely intense. It's not a, It's not an an accidental miss it's an intentional because she'll get in and pee in the box and then step out to do number okay when you mentioned the diabetic uh, neuropathy for for those that might not know what that is um, pets with diabetes when they have the diabetic problem first diagnosed um, the high blood sugars um, result in a problem with the function of um, the nerves to the extremities to to the legs so basically with cats what often happens is they walk kind of flat hocked so on their ankles and it's not painful um, but it's just things aren't quite working right and it's actually one of the ways many cats are diagnosed um, as diabetic. Dogs can do this the same uh, manner where they're weak in the back end. And um, with kind of having that timing of the diabetes at that time, that really complicates um, you know, how we can interpret her lack of using that litter pan because uh, for a cat that maybe is having some weakness, is avert, has an aversion to the litter pan, we really have some troubles because there might be some kind of psychological association with uh, not feeling good being near this box and having some triggers like that. What I would probably do, and I know you said you tried a lot of different areas and things, um, in many cases I will add multiple boxes within the same vicinity um, to try to offer alternate locations. And for an older cat, a lot of times, even if we don't notice it outwardly, they can have arthritis-related problems. So throw that on top of a diabetic neuropathy, and you've got you know potentially problems actually kind of getting into the box comfortably. You know, All it takes is one bad, or bad experience going to the box, where there's discomfort, something startles them, and that can really set up for an aversion for further use down the road. So um, I would make sure we're using either very, very low pans um, or even just um, you know, cut away some of the part of the side of the litter pan. It's a mess. It's nasty to deal with to clean up, but that can help make some accommodations for these older kitties who, who really can have some aches and pains and some difficulties. It's, it's kind of like we almost have a you know a little bit of a handicapped kitty we have to accommodate for right now. Um, and 
And, and then we could even consider trying um, some pain remedies for, you know, maybe some um, arthritis-related problems because that can make a difference and give them a little bit more get-up-and-go and getting into the litter pan more readily. What kind of remedies are those? Um, for some cats, we'll try glucosamine. Um, uh, cats are kind of st- tough when it comes to pain remedies because there's a lot we can't use too easily. They're very sensitive uh, for some of the doggy pain relievers. Um, so I usually start with a glucosamine supplement for kitties. And um, then beyond that, there are some pain uh, medications. They're more of an opiate pain medicine. Because she's diabetic, there's some other medicines that are kind of on the back shelf that we can't even really pull out for use for her. But I would really see about maybe a glucosamine supplement and then um, you know, trying to make some either cutouts in that litter pan um, or just throw in the, the full gamut of litter um, offerings in that vicinity for her. Give that a whirl because nobody likes the poop miss in the box. That is something that is uh, tough for any kitty owner. This is Dr. Debbie with Animal Radio 1-866-405-8405. Okay, here's your naked, second naked Second naked news. Second naked news. You you are actually doing that in the news. Not a lot of people know that. No, well, that's why it's radio, honey. It's hot. This is an animal radio news update brought to you by Simple Solution. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Recent news reports circulating claim that due to budget cuts, Boston's Franklin Park Zoo would be forced to euthanize some of its animals. The Boston Globe clarified the zoo's position, saying a Public-private partnership funded by taxpayers and visitor revenue is actually what funds the zoo. Custody of the zoos, should they run out of funds, would be turned over to the state officials. In the meantime, state lawmakers are attempting to restore the $4 million cut from the budget by Governor Deval Patrick. Teachers have said for years that reading in front of a dog actually helps kids improve their skills. London's Telegraph reports a reading dog program has been instituted at a primary school in Dorset, England, in which students take turns reading to dogs for 45 minutes. Julie Lankshire of the charity Caring Canines thinks, quote, the scheme works because the dogs are non-judgmental. They won't laugh at stammers or get impatient, end quote. Programs are sprouting up all over the U.S. as well, according to the L.A. Times. And from the who's in charge here file, the answer, according to <laughs> vocal communication scientist, is cats. Karen McComb of the University of Sussex found our feline friends use a, quote, manipulative meow, end quote, in a combination of purring and meowing to get us to do what they want. McComb found the embedded cry subtly plays on human sensitivity to cries associated with nurturing children. Previous research seems to confirm McComb's findings of similarities between cat cries and baby cries. So the next time your kitty comes up to you and gives you that cute little purr and a combination of crying, that's manipulation, folks. (laughs) I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Get more breaking animal news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Simple Solution with a tip for pet messes. For liquid spills or urine stains, blot up the excess by starting on the outside of the stain, then move toward the center of the affected area. This will prevent the stain from spreading. Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Oh, yeah, from the Animal Radio studios in lovely Shandon, California, Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Lottie, the world-famous Russian dog wizard with your dog behavior questions. Vinny Penn, he wants us to call him Vincent now. I don't know what that's about. Uh, Joy Turner, animal communicator Joy Turner, Susan Sims, 
Bobby working on news over there feverishly or twittering. We don't know. <laughs> uh, Ladybug, the studio stunt chihuahua is in. Po- okay. Every time I mention her name, I guess apparently we have to uh, play this music there. It's in her contract. Very, very strange. Hey, Vladi, how are you doing? Oh, you know what, guys? I'm so tired today. What? You're tired? Oh, yeah. Why is that? Oh, you have to listen to that. Yesterday had a very bad dog. Uh You know, yeah. Sometimes believe it's just the humans are bad. The dogs are okay. Let me tell you, people, sometimes dogs like really play nasty. It was a kitten mix, a bit f- owner five times, bit another people three, four times. Wow. So I came like, like, a, like a last resort and, uh, you know, spent four hours in that household and tried to undo what so many other so-called professionals did. And you know what? Today I called to the person. It was so, I was so glad to hear it. That dog now is like an angel. Okay, well, wow. don't, don't let Vlade be the last resort for you. Let him be the first answer right here at one 405 8405 Hi, Tim. How are you? Good. How are you? Very good. You're on with Vlade. Oh, it's Hi, good Tim. to talk to you guys. Uh, I got a quick question for you. I'm an over-the-road truck driver, and I have four dogs at home, and they sleep in the room with my wife while I'm gone. It's a, it's a wonderful, not with the dogs. I used to believe that people <laughs> sleep with the dogs, not with the wives. Go ahead. <laughs> Well, I guess that kind of came out funny, but uh, the thing is, though, when I come home for a couple days at a time, they're well potty trained, but when I'm there, they get up in the morning and pee on the carpet, but they don't do it when I'm not home. Okay, Tim, did you try to solve that problem before? Tell me, please. I would not repeat what you already have done. I would like to give you the magic of the dog wizard, but you tell me what you did first. Go ahead. Uh, well, my wife is the one that disciplines him. She tells him no in a stern voice, and then she just pours vinegar over the pee spot. Okay. So-, so the problem, I just want to make sure we, we have a, cl- a picture clear, because we, never, we, we cannot fix the problem if we don't know how the people try to resolve the problem. See, I know why they pee whether you're not around, but, you know, you need to let them know, so, hey, I don't want you pee here. And you, it can be done just by activating dogs natural instinct so what uh, tell me pretty quick what size of the dogs we're talking about uh, miniature pinchers miniature okay. pinchers and a box a little uh, pug nose okay and I guess miniature pictures the most problems yes yes yeah I know that they have yes, a problem with that they don't do it when I'm not home only when I come home for those couple of days I don't know why is it anxiety how many hours you, how many hours you're not you're not home when uh, when it's happening normally uh, they do it in the morning time right before we get up oh let them just outside. Eat. Just as a solution even Hale can tell you how to fix it just put them in the crate before you go to bed put them in a crate yes uh, well we put them in a crate when we leave the house but Put put them in the crate before you go to bed. Listen, Tim, you have two options. Or keep complaining about this behavior or take actions. The thing is, okay. the dogs are <laughs> creature of habits. No, I'm, I'm uh-huh. serious. The dogs are a creature of habits. And it's not going to be resolved the issue. They keep keep doing the same behavior. You have a vicious cycle here. You have to break it. It's not forever, people. It's just temporarily. Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying, but I was just trying to figure out why they only do it when I come home for that short period of time. And they don't do it when I'm not there. One more time. So you, you, you're telling me, so every time when you get up, they pee somewhere? No. See, I, I, I'm never, I'm an over-the-road truck driver. 
They only okay. do it when I come home for two days at a time. They won't do it when I'm out over the road with my wife. Because you're all. male. Because because you, uh, you are bringing yeah you're bringing yourself uh, in this environment. You, but you're changing the, yeah you're changing dynamic of the pack. That is why. Uh, even okay, the dog, so, even if the dog is female. Yes, it doesn't matter. It does what what it does matter. You change the environment. You change the ah. the dogs are routine. They are routine creatures. They they, they don't like ch any changes in their life. So make sure for this time when you're home, create them when you cannot supervise them. Okay, and okay, when you well, can supervise them, they need to be nice pets to play around you and uh, clean that stuff with a great product by name Simple Solution. Uh, work with them, t t create a bond with them maybe more, take them with you when you're getting pick up the milk around the corner. Uh, so so they would not see you like an uh, intruder in their pack environment. This is very okay. common, Tim. That, this that is very sense. common. Very what did common. you say that product was? Impulse? Simple solution. You can get Simple it solution. in any pet store or you can visit animalradio.com, all our products, which we're talking about on the radio listed there. Tim. Thank you very much. Thanks for calling there. Vlade, I assume that when the when he gets home, the dogs become submissive. Is that what's happening and that's why they're urinating? No, no. What, what, no what? he's not talking. If he would tell me every time when I come home and I just bend out and the dog pee on the, on the floor, that's what submissive urination would be different advice. But he's telling me when he coming to his home and he just, you know, spending some time around, maybe go somewhere and uh, he's not around them. But he he arrived from his trip. That things is happening. It's not like he comes in and he bend over and mm. they pee outside. If oh. that's what would, if 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 that's what happened, that would be even easy things to to fix. All what he needed to do, as he bent down, he would offer them piece of American cheese or <laughs> the best treats you can find because people and dogs cannot chew and swallow and pee at the same time and if you don't believe me whoever here listening to me right now please put in your mouth right now piece of kalbasa try to chew it up and swallow and pee at the same time it, it will not work no it can't be done I, I vouch for that right there I've tried it <laughs> I've tried it. one 405 If you want to visit with Vlade, perhaps you live in Southern California and you need a good behavior trainer, why don't you visit SoCalDogTraining.com or give us a call right now at one 405 8405 because Vlade, of course, is on Animal Radio. Vinny Penn, your party animal, coming back at you. One quick question to throw your way. Whatever happened to the doghouse? And I don't mean the sofa after you've had it out during dinner over what you were going to watch on TV that night. Uh, Survivor versus One Tree Hill. Not that doghouse. We all know that doghouse is alive and well. A buddy of mine just uh, bought a new place. We're visiting him this past weekend. He takes me out to show me where Thor's room is uh, and thor's room to be honest with you is what i would call the back patio huge awning big sofa bed plush very comfortable uh this whole area to meander about and it got me to thinking about when i was a kid uh, almost every backyard had that really cool just kitschy cool dog house way in the corner and it was exactly i mean it was a little small for some of the dogs sometimes pretty big for some of the other dogs and it would have their name over the roof 
I mean, sure, back then we thought, oh, when it pours and rains, they must run it. Never stop to think how much the dog might love it in there. They don't need to be upgraded to the the bridal suite. I don't know that a lot of the I think the animal communicators out there, uh, as much as I think that's farcical, they might tell you, you know, uh, I'm looking at spot here and uh, I think he needs some space. I think he wants some distance from you guys. And, uh, you know, on the back patio. He could hear you squabbling over the O'Reilly factor, and it's not really working for him. The back patio? Please don't let the doghouse go the way of even the, the, the birdhouse or the treehouse. Some other guys I know pointed to the fort they had in the backyard for their kids, and it was completely prefab. It was not just those planks wedged into the tree that really weren't even safe. With the ladder just being planks of wood nailed into the tree kind of haphazardly and uh, the fire department uh, needing to be called just to get the kids. This is what youth was in the 70s. No, you weren't safe in that tree house in the backyard. And he didn't want to be. And yeah, the dog house was a little bit small for the dog. And maybe he did get a little bit scared during thunderstorms. But it was better than him here and the two of you make love. I'm Vinny Penn, your party animal, baby. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. When I went looking for a quality, allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and, most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. Ever dream of a home free from pet stains and odors? Haven't we all? Now defending your dream is easier with Simple Solutions Stain and Odor Remover. The new and improved Rapid Response Formula works faster and better at complete and permanent stain removal. This new bacterial and enzyme formula is more powerful and more effective for those tough pet stains like urine, feces, and vomit. Your dream is our reality. Simple Solution products are available at pet specialty stores nationwide. Is your credit card debt out of control and you don't know what to do? I'm Ted Brower, founder of Debt Settlement USA. Contrary to what you may hear from other advertisers, there is no secret program that can magically eliminate your debt. But Debt Settlement USA does have an answer. We have perhaps the most experienced team in the industry. We've negotiated and settled over $150 million of debt for people just like you. If you have over $12,000 of credit card debt, call right now for a free consultation. Debt Settlement USA built its reputation on one simple fact. We help our clients cut their debt. Find out how we can help you reduce your balances and your monthly payments. Call Debt Settlement USA at 1-888-551-7788. If you're having trouble with credit card debt, call right now. Call 1-888-551-7788. That's 888-551-7788. This is Animal Radio. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. Six months after adopting their dog, a Michigan couple noticed that their chocolate lab, Remington, didn't seem to be as playful. 
Kelly and Scott Cornelise said their usually active dog didn't seem to want to play or even move. Scott noticed what he thought might be a lump, possibly a broken rib, and brought Remington to the vet. Imagine their surprise when an x-ray showed an eight-and-a-half-inch aluminum arrow shaft lodged in Remington's chest. The arrow, which might have been there for some time, had entered just under his armpit, just missing his heart. Scott and Kelly couldn't afford the operation, but their vet, Dr. Stephen Hardin, donated his services for the unusual case and removed the arrow. Remington is now on his way to recovery, thanks to their vet with a big heart. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets. From all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. And we're just the ringmasters for Dr. Debbie, who answers your vet medical questions. Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. Vinnie Penn. Animal communicator Joy Turner. Susan Sims. Bobby Hill. It takes a whole village, really, <laughs> to, to raise a radio show like yeah. this. Being <laughs> <laughs> yes, you, that Hal. would be me. That would be me. You got sorry. Hey, listen, the Animal Radio Summer Giveaway is underway. All the details at animalradio.com. I'll try to list off some of the prizes in a few minutes. It's just going to take a few hours right now. I want to talk to you. Check it out. It's got good stuff. Disney swag. Lots of Disney swag. And, of course, from Mm -hmm. Celestron. They put together some nice scopes and binoculars. Awesome stuff. Good stuff. Right now, it's animal communicator Joy Turner's turn. And I believe, who do we have on the phone there? We have Mike. Hey, Mike. How are you doing? Doing fine. And yourself? Very well. You're on with Joy. Hi, Mike. Hello, Joy. Who would like to talk to you today? Well, I've got an Australian Shepherd. She's about 13 years old. Her name is Zena Marie. And it seems to me she's been experiencing a little bit of pain in her hips and stuff. And when I give her a bath, it's not really a growl I get when I get near her belly and her rear legs. It's kind of like a moan. I just want to make sure she's okay. Okay. Well, I'm going to actually ask her to show me how she's feeling in those parts of her body so I can tell you from the experience that she sends me, exactly what she's feeling, okay? Okay. Okay, I, do you know a chiropractor? I do. Okay, I would have a chiropractor look at her. What she shows me is a feeling that feels to me like her low back is out of place somehow, Mm -hmm. and it is painful for her. That's why she's not feeling happy about having any place back there kind of on her back and touched. Okay. So I'd definitely have your chiropractor check her out and see if he can get her back into alignment. All right. Other than that, is she doing all right? She thinks other than that, she's terrific. She said she's very happy with you, by the way. Yes, that's wonderful. That's great news. Perfect. Well, thanks for your call, Mark. All right. We appreciate it. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. 1-866-405-8405. Now, if you'd like to talk to Animal Radio's animal communicator, Joy Turner, you can call that number. Or if you want to talk to her during the week, set up an appointment, head on over to joyturner.com. This is Greg Biffle on Animal Radio. And remember to spade and neuter your pets. Hi, this is Jamie Farr, and you're listening to the Animal Radio Network. And remember to spay and neuter your pets. This is Animal Radio.
Animal Radio. The whole gang is here. We're drooling over the summer giveaway prizes. You know, you have Ladybug Gardeners. She doesn't need to guard your office. Oh, she just needs to go. guard well, you. Why you bring up her name now? Oh, yes. This, of course, means that we have to play her theme music. It's like the union. It's like she works for the union or something like that. Uh, Ladybug, the studio <laughs> stunt dog we're talking about, of course. Anyway, the summer giveaway includes from Celestron a spotting scope. This is worth about $500, the Regal top-of-the-line spotting scope. You can put this on your camera. That's your, so awesome. Yes, take some beautiful pictures. From Bissell, we have the Liftoff Revolution Pet Vac and the Pet Hair Erasers. And from Disney and Pixar, we have an up package, which includes the Leap. Frog storybook, and from the movie released last week, G-Force, which I now understand stands for guinea, guinea pigs, pigs not, not, hamsters. not hamsters. Yes, uh, You'll get the plush uh, G, uh, guinea pigs. Uh, they're like the characters in the movie. They uh-huh. are the characters in the movie, and they have a little parachute on them. They How come from cute. SCS, and you can find those in your local Toys R Us or Walmart. And we also have the movie character trading cards and T-shirts, all part of the summer giveaway. If you want to sign up for this, head on over to AnimalRadio.com right now or uh, give us a call at 1-866-405-8405. We'll get you qualified uh, this hour. Also, Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, is with us. How you doing, Vlade? Oh, you know what? I'm doing just great. I mean, I'm sitting down, as you see, with my little Mika. Yeah, Mika's favorite. I like the sweater that Mika's wearing today, though. I think it's a little too hot for it. She doesn't mind? Yeah. Uh, you know what? We, we, as you know, we moved from Michigan, and we still cannot get rid of this habit. <laughs> <laughs> she's a fashion diva. Is yeah, what I'm she's thinking. fashion. Even though she's German Shepherd, but you know, she's like my, you know, she's the, she's my alt, she's my pet, and she, we just some, we we in love with her. You see her eyes. You see. Yeah, how you two love daddy. each other. I can tell. My Mika. Yeah. Hi, Lisa. How are you? I'm fine. How can we help you? Well, we got a dog Daisy, and um, she, uh, we got her from the pound about probably five years ago. She's about 25 years old. And um, she scratches the, the side of our door, and now she's got where she scratches all doors to get in. But what happened is she's afraid of fireworks, gunshots, and thunder. And so we started letting her in on occasion whenever those things would happen. And now it's not just at those times. She's doing it all the time to want to get in. And she's kind of a bigger dog. She's about 50 pounds. And I don't Lisa. mind her being in some, but I don't want her in all the time. And Lisa, Lisa. There. I, I, I already, Lisa, I already got it. Uh, because, you know, I'm sorry for interrupting you, but what you just said, that's so common. And I will tell you why it's happening now anytime. Because you train her really well. So she now knows. Every time when she scratch, whatever thunderstorm or not, she's getting what she wants. And uh, now she's conditioned to behave in the way you don't want her behave. So how to fix it? Let, before we do that, uh, I always ask the people how they are reacting. I heard what, you, what you've been doing, you basically opening the door. Something else you tried to do in order to fix it? Uh, no. We, because I need, no, we, I need you to tell me something so I could criticize you. So go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to buy. I, I want to chew you up. Go ahead. It makes okay. him feel better about himself. Exactly. Um, what have we tried? Like to stop her from doing it? Yes. We've tried. Well, we do the yelling at her. We open the door and yell at her, tell her no. We try to ignore it, but we if we don't, then she just tears up the side of the door. Okay. Um, what else have we done? I think that's, that's fine. about. Yeah, that's good that's, enough. What? She's a wonderful hope- dog, though, with the exception of this one problem. <laughs> 
here, here is what it is. Uh, I think Yudok is a little bit on the sensitive side. I believe Yudok is a little bit insecure. Um, and that fearful response to the thunderstorm is the symptoms of the bigger problem. And the bigger problem is, in general, insecurity and fearfulness. Um, I believe Yudok is fine with a lot of people, but to some people he maybe barks a little bit, or she or he, whatever, or uh, a little bit shows some type of the insecurity. So my first suggestion would be to increase the level of security in the dog's mind. That would be addressing the root cause of the problem. And you could do it by implementing simple obedience training. Basically, put the color on leash, and the only color I would suggest for German shopper would be prong color by company Hermspringer Pinch Color. And uh, I would put the leash on color on her. And I, what I would do, I would establish myself as the ultimate authority in the area where she shows her authority or shows insecurity, which is your backyard. So this is what would be my primary focus. I would walk her around my backyard uh, through the process. Uh, she's not supposed to go ahead of me. She will be, I will be, I will be walking her, not she walking me. And okay. after I would be concentrating on the control commands, like a sit stay, and I would do it for one two minutes. What one two minute sit stay would be equally one two miles, like running. That's so much energy that will take that sit stay from her mind. Um, and after that, I would probably put her immediately on the great supplement, which I love, which will really help you in a big way, uh, by name uh, ProQuiet. It's a one word, P-R-O, like professional pro, quiet, uh -huh. no space. ProQuiet, company which is make, making that product, is... Uh, Options. It's not drug, Lisa. It's based on L-tryptophan, which is amino acid. Uh, give it to my dog every day, and I would be increasing that dosage. If I know it should be thunderstorm or something bad will happen, I would really keep my uh, eyes on the forecast. That would really help her to overcome it, those two things. Now, and that's going to address the cause of the problem. Now, the symptoms which you're talking about jumping on this window and scratching it up, that's simple things to do. All what you need to do uh, to purchase that convincer, the great device, uh, it's an air blow device, basically, instead of using water bottle or another chemicals from c from computer cleaning stuff, which never works, just check it. It's a pet convincer on internet. It's a petconvincer.com. She scratched the door. You open the door a little bit and push the button. One convincing air blast. Bad, bad behaviors in the past. Thank you for calling us, Lisa. All right. Thank you. Okay. It's time for us to all go back to our regular jobs. one 405 405. That number is open all week long. You can also email us. Head on over to AnimalRadio.com. All of our email addresses are there. Have a great week. We'll see you next week right here for more Animal Radio. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. This is Animal Radio Network. Network.